Anyone know? Anyone remember? Where? Okay, Benefish. Where, where is that? What page are we on? Uh, page of line, the line, second paragraph. Third line at the end. The third line, second paragraph, third line at the end. Benefish. Benefish. Oh, okay. It's in the old books. It would be page of Aleph. Um, literally halfway down the page, probably. I should really bring in my old yeah, book. Yeah. Just that yeah, way you can see. <coughs> what? We start at Vahu, probably. It's got a line right above it. As long as we're starting Vahu, we might as well start at the line before that. Start yeah. with the beginning of the paragraph already. I mean, as long as we're cooking, we might as well cook. Okay. All right, and Moshe Rubin's also here. We're really, this is it. This is the day. Here we go. Be'efshar ha'mamutza. Yochanan, pay attention, Yochanan. Nayach, help them out. Help them out. Help them out, Nayach. Now, when's your uncle coming? Tomorrow. We're going to start hearing Dutch flying all over the place over here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. We're calling this Machshavah Shabalev. Hamamutza ben kol v'dibor. Ben Machshavah Shabamayach. Right? Ben kol v'dibor v'ben Machshavah Shabamayach. The silent voice that does not is not heard. Right? That's we had a whole we had a whole shear on that last time. You could listen to the recording if you didn't catch that. Fine. Okay. What? The recordings are posted in my phone because we don't have anyone that figured out how to post anything around here. Maybe we, before you before you leave for uh, for getting married, not that you're leaving, you're just coming closer. Maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll grant us an opportunity to post a new concepts. Someone should figure it out. I mean, I have all these amazing technical people here that know so much about the internet, and no one could figure this out. Um, we posted, we had a, a guy that was doing it on this service called Wushka for free. And then that went to like iTunes and Spotify and all these places. And then what happened was that they decided they were going to charge like $100 a month. So that was a little bit beyond our budget. So then he just scrapped the whole thing. But then, but now it's still on Spotify, but for some reason it's not on iTunes. That's the old ones. But anyone that wants to take over this project and run with the ball will be for sure schusim for you and even for your wife and children, probably. So can I listen to this live somewhere or not? You can listen to this as soon as I, I have them on my phone. So I can give it to you, I can send it to you, or you could uh, figure this out and we can start posting again. Uh, what's, a, what's a quick side note on the Indian of having a chayas yeshiva? Indian of having a chayas yeshiva? Yeah. You should not take away from your learning. If you're spending a lot of time doing whatever it is, the side project, then you are wasting your time, in my opinion. The whole reason why, especially you guys, most of you are here for a year, maybe two years, something like that. You have to put in a huge amount of making up for the past, going into the future. And if you're spending like hours a day on side projects, then uh, you know, 
if you spend, you know, a half hour, uh, whatever, during dinner break or something like that, so then it's a nice thing to do. It's community service. It's good. Truth is, with this, with last time, they, they just set it up, and then I would just go on my computer, and I would just upload everything every day. I would upload it, and that would be it. And that would, it was pretty straightforward. You know, once you show me how to do it, I'm not that, that hard to figure out. What? No, I think that you could do if other places. You could probably do it for not even any money, let alone uh, or a very limited amount of money. There are people that actually want to sponsor it. I've heard before, so it's not a problem with that. But they just stopped the whole thing. All right, let's go further. Anyone that wants to run with this ball, thank you. Okay, so that's a very interesting question. Uh, this is a shocking statement to me. Isaac, why is this a shocking statement to me? What's going on over here? What? Okay, so Ratsun is not a Mida. That's fine, but it's Pneumia's Mida. But what, what? bigger problem. We're saying here about what? What are we talking about? Anyone remember? Transfer the Mamutsu between... The and the oh, okay. Well, not machshava midos, but machshava, right? And dibor, or the brain, the intellect in the midos, right? And now you're calling it rotsun, which is he's calling it pnimius and midos. Um, what's my problem with that, Josh? It's, it, it doesn't seem to go on the same order of like downwards flowing. Why? Because now it's in and out. What do you it's mean above. in and out? It's what? What do you mean? Ratzin is, is above Seichel. It's above Seichel, right. That's my problem with this, right? In other words, when you talk about Ratzin, what's the meta, What's the sphera that usually we talk about? Ratzin with Kesser, right. Kesser. Kesser is before intellect, right? So if Kesser is before intellect, so why are you telling me now that, <clears throat> that this level, which is the Mamutsa between intellect and Midos, is in fact the, called Ratzin, and it's called the Panemius of the Midos? That seems to be completely the opposite of everything that I've been thinking about with regards to my uh, my chart. But when it says pnimius and does it mean that rotsin is found within all the rest of the midas and is it there pnimius? I don't know. What do you think it means when it says pnimius and midas? What does that What does that make you think? I wouldn't think so. I would think that among the midas, it is the it is like the most. No, what does it mean? The most pnimius. Right. So what does pnimius and midas mean? Like the ones that are above. The ones that are above? What's panemius mean? Internal. Okay, it does mean internal, but what does it really mean? No, what do you say, Adam? Gilui. Oh, oh, very good. Gilui, that's he's learning the mitzvah, no doubt. Right? Panemius is gilui, right? That's true. But what what's panemius? Yochanan, back in the game yet? Okay, so what are we talking about here? What does it mean? Rotson, if I were to say to you, define the sentence. Rotson is the Pneumius Amidos. What does that mean to you? Rotson is Don't say the inner part of the Amidos, because I'm going to hit you. Actually, I can't say that now that we're going to put these on the line. You know, I can't say that. Like that. Right, they might take me seriously. What? Oh, okay, so now we're getting somewhere. You could only have certain Amidos if you have the Rotson for it. What does that mean? What does it mean, the Pneumius? Nayak, are, are you with us? You're listening. I don't want you to listen. I want you to think. Right? So what does it mean? Pneumis, what does it mean? Rotson is Pneumis and Midos. It's like the highest. It's like, if I say, Moshe Ruben, we need a little ringer action here. What's, what would you say if, it, if Rotson is the Pneumis and the Midos? I would say, I mean, out of context, I wasn't here. 
Don't, don't, don't talk about Ratzon. Just talk, what does it mean, Pneumius Amidos? What does it mean, Pneumius Amidos? It's like the driving force. <laughs> Pneumius of something is the driving force. It's the essential point of this thing. So therefore, it would be, I like that phrase, the driving force of whatever it is, right? So this is the Pneumius. X is the Pneumius of Y. So X is like the driving force in Y. So he's saying here, Ratzon is the Pneumius of the Midos. Right? That's what we're saying. We're saying that this level is the Panemius Amida, so which is hard to understand. Because we said just now, Josh said nicely, or Isaac said nicely, that what? That Rotson is usually above intellect. But now you're telling me that Rotson is, according to this, that the Rotson is the Mamutza between intellect and Midos. So which is it? But why is that a problem if we're saying it's the Panemius Amida? Because we're talking about a mamutza here. We're talking yeah, about so something that's lower saying. down than, than where it but should you, be. We just said it's found in every Amida. Yeah, but, the, but we're talking about usually Rotson is the driving force of what? Of the intellect. Right? It goes Kesser, right? Into Chachma, right? And then Bina. Well, so Rotson is usually the driving force of the intellect, not the Midos. Isn't intellect also the driving, like, the driving force of emotions? And also intellect is the driving force of emotions. So, so, so we're, we're, we're in total confusion here. What? Right, the intellect should be there. That would make much more sense. Intellect is supposed to be Mayach Shalat Alev. What does it mean, Mayach Shalat Alev? What does it mean, Mayach Shalat Alev? Brain is over your heart. Over your heart? Shalat means over? Controls. Controls? Control. It means it really mean that? that is, yeah, that the intellect is the source of, of emotions. So, it's not, uh, is it the source of emotions? What does a Mayach Shalat Alev really mean? Rule. Rule? That's Memshala. Shalat means to educate. Okay, right. right? The mayach is supposed to be educating and driving the emotions. So what it should say here is the intellect is the panemius of the midos. That's what it should say. Not rotson is panemius of midos. Okay, so you want to take it a step back further. That could be, that could be. Let's see what he says here. The is rotson, the is rotson. Okay, so he's coming to answer our question. What does it mean, is rotson ve is rotson? What's is? We have an Aramaic word. Tell me what the Hebrew word of this Aramaic word is. What is it? Yesh. Yesh, right? Yesh. Yesh rotson ve yesh rotson. Right? Yesh rotson ve yesh rotson. She yesh rotson shalomayla mahasechel. That there is rotson that's above sechel. Ve yesh rotson shahu al pi hasechel. So how does this answer our question? What was our question, first of all? Okay, what's our question? Good. Answer to the question? There are two levels of Ratzon. Level of Ratzon number one... Level of Ratzon number one is Lemaylem HaSeichel. Level of Ratzon number two is basically the Seichel that's driving the, that's driving the emotions, that's educating the emotions, that's the Pneumius, is the highest of the emotions, right? So there's two different levels of Ratzon. That's clearly what, what, what he's saying here. We had a problem, we have an answer. But we have to explain that better. Come on, Shekhaz of Makamacha, Sha'anudra'im Bachus, Sha'aratzen Manhig Es Amida Shala Adam. Which Ratzen is he talking about here? The second one. The second one. What does it mean, Manhig? What's the word Manhig mean, Nayach? Um, the way it's used to. The way it's used to. Ritual. 
Drive. Driving, 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 right? How do you say drive in Hebrew? Well, Josh? Yeah. Linhog. Oh. Like the taxi driver. I don't know if you could call it really driving if you talk about a taxi driver in, in Israel. But, but whatever, we'll call it that for, for uh, to be politically correct. Okay, so he says that the Ratzon is driving the Midos. The Ratzon is driving the Midos. She'afilu im yesh lefanab davar she'yesh botainuk. What's the example? Nathan, you with us? In the bleachers over there. Come on. Alex, give us a... What is he saying here? Alex, you see where we are? Yeah. Okay, so what is he saying here? No? What, Michal? I can't hear you. When the Ratson is coming al Pisegel, he's not feeling this Tainug on, on, on the... Is that what he's saying? When the Ratson comes through Seichel, then he doesn't feel? Is that what it's saying? So what does that mean? I don't understand what that means. Yeah? Zachariah. Oh! I love calling that name this time of the morning. <laughs> a little bit earlier would be even better. But saying, we'll take this. Go. Saying, regarding anything which is natural for a person to have a tainu for it, if regarding any kind of, through any kind of way, logically, he decides to take away that rutzain, then also the tainu will be gone too. Oh, you got that? So give me an example. What is this? Yeah. Well, you have an example for me? You're making yourself laugh. <laughs> What? Doesn't have pleasure from it anymore, right? Okay. Like, let's say that a person has a piece of cake in front of them. He's about to dive into the cake, and then someone tells him, "Oh, there's by the way, there's poison in the cake." Right? So, did anything happen to the cake? No. Does it look the same? It looks exactly the same. Everything looks exactly the same as it was five seconds earlier. But now that new piece of information is changing my whole approach. My whole approach is different. Like what happened to the whole Tainuk? Tainuk's not there anymore. Right? That's what, right? That's what they're, you know, certain people are trying to do about certain subjects. For example, smoking cigarettes. It's a tremendous Tainuk, but let's try to, you know, tell people that, well, not the cigarette companies, but the people that are against smoking cigarettes are trying to tell, oh, smoking kills. They're trying to somehow impact, right, the rotsen through information. Right, and hopefully it'll influ- influence the Tainuk as well. Because he realizes that being alive is more important than this. What happens most of the time with that situation is that the, not, he doesn't necessarily, there's a disconnect between the intellect and the, what he is uh, experiencing or what he wants to experience, right? That's what usually happens. But you can do that in many different events and many different things. By putting, a, by putting a piece of information out there, right, you are able to, you're able to change your tiny. That's all of Hasidus. Hasidus is trying to tell us that the world, right, is, is a very, uh, right, it's a very superficial thing. And we're not supposed to be like just getting all this pleasure from all this gosh me stick of things, and that's what we're doing here in this world, right? We want to be using our life for a purpose, right? And that we want to go deeper. That there should be more meaning to it than just uh, going after our physical lusts, 
right? That's the, the idea. It doesn't take away, I mean, the physical lust is still there, but hopefully by getting more of this information that this is not in my best interest to do, that this is not the way to live one's life, etc., 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 it's going to change that. And that's what he's saying. So therefore, what's the midos? The midos is the drive towards that piece of cake, the drive towards that cigarette, the drive towards this taiva, whatever it is, the taiva is, right? The information now should be able to, by putting that information in, you should be able to take out the panemius of it. Now, remember our discussion from before, panemius of Dibor. What's the panemius of Dibor, the way we were explaining? How do we explain on Rosh Hashanah? That Rosh Hashanah, right, the panemius of Dibor went away. So what was the example that we gave? Yeah. What? What was the example that we gave? Do you anyone remember? The plane. What? The plane. Plane. Yeah. Remind me. I don't remember that muscle that I gave. What? Well, Which muscle? It's like a plane that now starts flying out the pilot. I definitely did not give that muscle, but that's really? an interesting idea. Now, I think it's more like, remember we talked about speech. Remember I talked to you, I gave the example of like the olden days, right? The, the recordings, right? The, the phone yeah. recorder, like just speaking the word of the, uh, 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 you know, like that, without any, you know, intonation one way or the other in the voice of the person, right? If you have sometimes a person who is really not well, right, mentally speaking, and he speaks, like there's no, it's no, conne- there's no connect between the emotions in the speech and the actual words that he's saying, right? That's what happened. There's a disconnect that's going on there. What? I just, you just see it, right? You see it, that that's what happens. Like the person is not, not there. You know, person is like, there's something wrong. There's something, right? You could see when something's wrong with someone in that way. But I like the example of the recorder better. But what he's saying here is that, so the panemius is not there. If the panemius is not there, you're not going to have the same drive for it. Right? In other words, the objective of the doctor telling this guy, stop smoking because you're getting these black marks on your lungs, God forbid, is the objective is that somehow that scare of being alive or not being alive is going to change his drive towards the cigarettes. That's what he's hoping for. The doctor's hoping for that, and that's, that's, the, you know, that's what's going to be. And so that is the union of what? That's the union of Vodis Hashem. The Vodis Hashem, by learning a Mimer, by learning Hasidis, so hopefully you're going to approach the Gashmiistika world in a different way. The Gashmiist is not going to be as exciting as it was before. Right? That's the famous story of Rabbi Shmuel Munkus. Right? Everyone knows the story, right? Right? On Yutes Kislev, right? The whole story of Yutes Kislev when the, when the Russian soldiers came to, right, came to take the Alter Rebbe. So what happened, right? He went and he was speaking to, to Shmuel Munkus. And Shmuel Munkus said to him, right, if you're a Rebbe, so nothing's going to happen to you anyway. So what's the difference? And if you're not, you deserve it from taking the Gishmak of Eilam Hazeh away from all of us, from all the Hasidim. Because anyone that learns Hasidis, like in the way they're supposed to learn Hasidis, should not have the same Gishmak anymore. Even if they have the same geschmack, they should have a guilty feeling of just diving into the, into the Gashmiistic world. Right? If you're diving into the Gashmiistic world, it's clear that you did not learn Hasidus. Right? There's a total disconnect, going back to our point from before. But someone that learns Hasidus in the way it's supposed to be learned, so clearly he's not going to have that same geschmack in the Gashmiistic world as he once had. 
right? But the Gashmiyistika world is the same Gashmiyistika world. Nothing happens to the Gashmiyistika world. It's it's his approach to it that is supposedly changed, right? Kamoi, next page. Like with your eating and your drinking and all the things like that. So you could ask yourself a kasha. He said, wait a minute, you need these things. You need to eat, you need to drink, you need these things. What do we mean by that? Give me a proof from Tanya. That these things are things of tainuk be'etzim, right? A, a piece of cake is a, is, is a tainuk dik thing. It's a, something that's supposed to give you pleasure. It does give you pleasure, whether you like it or not. Right? The idea of the first chapter of Tanya. Amayim, right? Matzmichim kol minei tainuk, right? In the first chapter of Tanya. What happened to our Tanya Valpet class? It's like we need a little bit of work in that department. Okay. The idea of Mayim, right? The Mayim is, is, is growing all different types of the Gashmiyistika world. And these are all things of Tainuk, of pleasure, which gives a person Taibas a Tainuk. The pleasure, like the desire, the drive for all different t- Gashmiyistika Tainukim that he has to break, right? As a Chasid, Chasid should want to break these things. Yes? What does Hamukrach mean? that they're needed, they're necessary. My person has to eat. What? What? Needed or forced? Needed. Needed or forced. What's the difference between those two words? Mukrach. Mukrach. It's necessary. So he says like this, So how is it possible that a person shouldn't? That's the kasha. How is it possible that he shouldn't have the tainu from this cake? Obviously he's going to have the tainu from the cake. That's just the way cake is. Right? Right? Isn't the tainug, it's automatic, it's a needed, it's an absolute thing, right? And it's automatic, mela, it's automatic. So how do you expect the person not to have a pleasure from this piece of cake, from this ice cream, from this uh, sushi, from this whatever? Yeah? Same word as mukrach, right? Yeah, look at the, look at the, look at the root. Yes, we have an issue here. The issue is that by definition, cake is delicious, right? Ice cream is delicious, right? Certain types of food, right, are just foods of that are made in such a way that they just taste good. I mean, that's 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 part of you know why does a person go to a restaurant? Why don't they just go and buy a can of tuna and eat it all day, right? In other words, there, there's a there's a, by definition there's a there's a deliciousness in the food, and we have a problem. What's our problem? What's our problem, Zacharia? How can you get away from? Not just that, but what's our problem? What's our problem? No, what's our problem? What's our problem? We need no, we need to eat. That's our problem. In other words, I can choose not to smoke, but I can't choose not to eat. Right? That's just the way it is. A person needs to eat. Oh, you could choose what to eat. It's true, but food, but in general is a dover pleasure. Whatever food it is, it's, it's pl- usually, you know, it's pleasurable. Most foods are going to give you some bread. sort of pleasure. Yeah, some people even like stale bread. You put a little bit of, uh, put a little bit of, uh, put it into, a, dip it into some tea. It's, uh, it's kishmak, right? That's what they used to eat in the olden days, right? Stale bread and tea, right? I don't know where they got the tea from, but whatever. Um, maybe just hot water. 
So, so the point being that that it's a dover, it's a dover that is absolute, that it is made to be tainuk. That, that's just the way it is, right? On the other hand, we need to eat, so we're stuck, right? It's like a person doesn't have to drive a Ferrari, doesn't have to go 100 miles an hour, you know, with a uh, with a with a convertible, you know, that doesn't he doesn't need to do that, but he does need to eat something to live, so we're stuck. So he says, Right? So the truth is, however, the Tainuk is Talui, it's dependent on the Ratsan. Right? If he takes away his will from it, he's not going to have pleasure from it. That is the Avoda. See, people are afraid of the idea of a Skafia. Right? We'll learn more about it in Kuntra's Avoda class starting you know tonight there's a there's a there's a request for 8:45 as opposed to nine o'clock start so it's seriously being considered um even 8 30 how about eight o'clock right an hour and a half straight right how about yeah how about how about that way we just do it learn it all day um so so the idea is iskafia means iskafia means working on oneself also with regards to inyanam of eating right of that he doesn't have to just go after whatever he wants. He doesn't have to do that. He could be in control of himself, right? And Adarabha, it could give him even a bigger pleasure to not eat this particular item and eat something else. It could be, right? He could work on it. That's the Inyan. He says it very clearly. I think it's very clear. That is the avoda of a chassid. The avoda of a chassid is to start to control himself, to not just do whatever comes up into his mind, to do. She is salik ritzonim hadvarim gashmim v'lo yirtzabehem klal. That he he wants to work on not being, right, entrapped, right, sucked into the gashmiyistic of things. V'lo yirtzabehem klal to the point that he doesn't want them. He realizes that this is bad for him. In other words, if a person has an issue with smoking, right, which everyone should have an issue with smoking, but this person is addicted to smoking, right, somehow the analyst that's working with him wants to try to get it into his head that this is very bad for you. It's dangerous. So although it's a Dover Tainug for this person, it's not worth the tainug of, of smoking for dying. It's just not worth it, right? It's better to be alive. At the end of the day, the Nefesh of Bahamis wants to be alive more than any other, anything else, right? That's what it wants. So if you could convince the Nefesh of Bahamis that this is going to kill him, so then he, you will win. The, the, what the Nefesh of Bahamis wants to do is to show that this will not kill me this will not take me away from God. This will not affect my Yiddishkeit. This will not, right? That's the Nefesh Abamius' line that he's constantly using. This, what I do does not matter. What I say does not matter, right? That's the Nefesh Abamius' direction. That's what it constantly wants to be saying to us, which puts us into a state of, does it really matter if I watch this video? Does it really matter if I push this button on my telephone? Does it really matter if I don't daven? or if I daven like at 100 miles an hour or that I don't pay attention to the words or that I think about something else, right? In other words, that's the Nefesh of Ahamis' motto. 
right? That's what the nefesh bahamis wants. Doesn't matter. And same thing here with the person who is a an addicted smoker. Just taking one cigarette, like why? Like who cares? What's the difference? So you want to somehow get it into his head, re-educate or brainwash him in a positive sense to say, no, it does matter. That cigarette could kill you or will kill you, right? And by doing that, all of a sudden, a person becomes like, whoa. A perfect example of this is every single one of us here or most of us here, right? At some point or another, we're eating non-kosher for most of the people in this room, right? So... They may even have had a pleasure from eating a uh, pizza that's not kosher or for eating a burger or eating lobster or whatever it is that they were eating, right? Eating something like that. But when they learned about in Yiddishkeit that you have to have some eat kosher food, all of a sudden, you know, at the beginning, maybe it was a struggle for that person to stop eating that food or to like, to, it was like a challenge. But after a while, right, it no longer is a challenge anymore. It's like a given. It's like... Of course I'm not going to eat that food. Like, I would never consider eating that food anymore. And in that way, it could even get to the point where a person, like, let's say that they came and they brought, okay, here's a double cheeseburger with bacon on it. So it could be that a person, if they saw that in front of him, they'll just throw up. They'll just be so sick. Like, it's so gross. Even though he may have even eaten it in his lifetime. Right? And he may have even enjoyed it in his lifetime. But because he uprooted his Ratzon from it, because he realizes that this is a Dover that's most, it's a disgusting thing, so he changed his whole approach to it, that is the panemius of his Mido. So now he's gotten to the point where now he's a Tzadik Gamor in that area. He's a Tzadik Gamor with regards to a, a cheeseburger with bacon on it. He might be a Russia Gamor in all the other areas, but that, he's a Tzadik Gamor, right? Right? It could be such a thing, because the person is just absolutely grossed out by the whole thing. That's what it says a tzaddik is. In chapter 10 of Tanya, he talks about what is a tzaddik gomor. A tzaddik gomor is disgusted by the Gashmi world. That's what it talks about over there. Right? He's mamish disgusted by it. Right? Because it, it is something that is blocking right, the light of Hashem. That's what the, that's what the Alder Rebbe says. So he has to train himself also to, to work on himself that with these Gashmi things to recognize that I don't need to be into it. Like we learned at the end of chapter 14 of Tanya, remember? That a person has to fulfill the swearing of what? Swearing of what? What are the words? No, not that. Tietzadik, right? And one of the words, one of the things that he says is that, Hachacham Raya Esan Right? A wise person sees what's going to be born out of it. So he sees that this food, whatever it is, is all coming out the same way anyway. So why am I getting so excited about it? Like, what, 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 why is this? And he uses different meditations. So what are those meditations supposed to do? It changes his perspective on this particular burger that's in front of him or this particular whatever is in front of him or this cake or whatever it is. That's the objective. So what is he doing, essentially? He's uprooting his rutzen from this thing. And by uprooting his rutzen from this thing, he's removing his tainug also from this thing. And therefore, it's no longer. It's like he's taking the gasoline out of that midah. The meter of the drive to want to go to the to the pizza store to, to buy a to buy a pizza. What happened? He he was eating pizza like this for twenty years. No, because he now, through his intellect, because it is his intellect, because he's learning about it. He's learning about what that means, the pizza, what it means, not kosher, what it means, all these things. Or in the case of a chassid, 
the idea of something that is kosher. But he doesn't want to be that the cake is winning o- over him, that the cake is in control of him, right? Like the famous story of the Baal Shem Tov. You know the famous story of the Baal Shem Tov, Adam, right? Yeah. You don't remember the story? That when he was walking with his, with his student, right? And they saw this guy with the, you know, the chaser with the strimal sitting and eating the cholent. And he put his hand on his student's shoulder, right? And he saw all of a sudden there was an ox there sitting with a, sitting with a, a strimal on his head. Right, because he was so into the cholent, this uh, this uh, this person that was sitting there, that he was like the ox. Uh, he was like an ox. He was like the the, the cholent itself. He was like the, the the meat. That's what he was. That's us. Right. That's what that's what Hasid is trying to show us that we shouldn't be so into the gashmistic of things. Right. So the more I learn Hasidis, the way I'm supposed to learn Hasidis, by definition, I'm not going to be interested in the cholent, and I'm not going to be interested in the cake, and I'm not going to be interested in these things. That sort of pulling out the energy from it, all of a sudden causes the mita to lie, to go flat. Why? Because I'm taking out the electricity, the gasoline, whatever you want, however, whatever muscle you want to use for this from this thing. That's what it means that the Ratzon is the Pneumius of the Midas. You following? The Ratzon. Which Ratzon? The Ratzon that's coming from the Seichel. What's another word for that Ratzon? Well, that would be above. Try again. That would be Das. That would be Das. Right? That's the Ratzon. That's the lower level of Ratzon. It's a Das. It's a Das is, is, is the is the energy that is being put into the midos in order to drive the midos in a certain direction. So what is midos like a type of from Abba, from chesed. Mm. Right? Or from or you could use the same idea with kas, anger. Right? Anger at a person, right? Is I'm angry with you. I'm, why am I angry? Because you did something that I didn't appreciate, that I think is wrong, that uh, right? It's it's my intellect that's going into and showing me that, that you did something to really hurt me. And therefore, I am angry at you. Right? But if I will take out the energy from that, the, the gasoline from that, right? That I recognize that it's, you could say, that it's Hashem. It's one way of looking at it. Or recognize that, right? Hashkacha Pratius. Or recognize that, right? Etc. There's many different things that you could use. Right? One of the examples that he brings uh, is from Reishis Chachma. Reishis Chachma, very famous Reishis Chachma, is that the idea of when a person's angry at someone else, right, and he's starting to scream or whatever, he should just stop talking. Why? Because you're fueling the Dibor. And the more you speak, the more fuel you are drawing into it. It's almost like a fire that's pulling, pulling out the oil, right? So the Dibor is, 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 is pulling out this energy. But once you stop, and sometimes you see it, like a person can get very angry at someone else, and he's screaming at him for so long, he doesn't even remember what started in the first place. Like, what, how did I, like what happened over there? Why, why did I even get angry in the first place? What happened? Because I was so far away from the original point. But if he stops talking, right, it's just like, it's like extinguishing the fire. Right? It's like putting a cup over a, over a, over a flame. Like, it just extinguishes. If there's no oxygen, you can't have a fire. Yeah. Is that like a, like a simple, practical way for us to have a little more escapism to just not talk about it? Not talk about it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What the, yeah, probably. Probably is a good idea. <laughs> it's bichlal. 
you shouldn't have, but yeah, it's, I would say that it's more of an idea of if you get angry, don't talk, right? That's, and it's not so simple, but it's a, <laughs> simple, but not easy, let's put it that way. Simple to do, simple what you're supposed to do. Like, in other words, you don't have to run through hoops, you just have to stop talking, but it's not easy to do that, right? Yeah? If we're really trying to live like, with the Ratzon of doing everything to serve Hashem, yeah. and when we eat food, it's really to give us energy to serve Hashem, how could we possibly eat, like, ice cream or french fries that seemingly don't give us energy They're like like when I see french fries or ice cream I just see like pleasure and, and indulgence I really do like it's I don't see it as like something that gives me energy so how could I possibly then eat these things well this is you know, you know this is you're holding on a very high level Adam yeah that's that's what Hasidus it doesn't make sense it does not it does not make sense on the other hand we have to you know we, what we try to do is we don't try to show everyone what we're doing. In other words, you don't want to stick out. So sometimes, you know, but, but you're right. That's exactly the point. That's what Hasidus is trying to show us. That, you know, that you shouldn't be into the kach of food. And you shouldn't be into the kach of buying a, a fancy car, for example. Right? In other words, a person could buy, you know, a, a car. So they could buy a Lexus. Or they could buy a Toyota. It's made by the same company, Right? Uh, what's wrong? A Toyota Camry doesn't drive the same way as a Lexus drives. It doesn't drive as far. If you need to go from point A to point B, won't it drive the same place? So you could spend fifty thousand dollars in the car, or you could spend, you know, whatever, twenty thousand dollars in the car. So this is the idea. Now, Hasidus is not saying go and buy a Chevrolet Jalopy from nineteen sixty nine or seventy three that you have to, like I always say, you know, you have to put chewing gum in, you know, to keep that it shouldn't not like the the bumper doesn't fall off you know what I mean it's like you don't have to you don't have to go to such an extreme but that's the way it is with everything in life right in other words what the advertising world wants to tell you is that if you're you know not in a Lexus you're not even a person right you know if you look at any advertisement what are they trying to show you if you drive this car, you know, all of a sudden you're going to have all these girls coming and you're going to have all these expensive, you know, this, you know, and then you're going to attract and you're going to be Mr. Popular, right? Or like, you know, you're driving along in this little car <laughs> that's going, you know, the muffler's going, and everyone's like looking at him, and then he pulls into, whatever, what, Meineke or whatever the muffler place is, you know what I mean? I don't know if you know if they have these commercials anymore. I haven't seen commercials in, well, probably 30 years, right? But... But then all of a sudden, now they fix it up, and he's still driving the small car, but now all the, all the ladies are, like, looking at him, you know? And I was like, oh, well, that must be it, you know what I mean? It must be, you know, <laughs> you know that if you'll go to Meineke, then you'll become Mr. Popular. Or, you know, you have to drive your, you know, Ram, Ram, Ford Ram, or whatever, Dodge Ram truck, you know, up the side of a mountain, and, like, well, you know, I drive this pickup truck, now I'm, like, Mr., you know, like, you know, whatever. Or, you know, if you drink Budweiser, oh, Budweiser, and then you see all these girls run on the stage with their baby suits or whatever you know no, oh, when people that drink Budweiser you know what, what were they doing what is what is advertisements really, what are they doing we're all laughing at it but it all I mean I think that there's like a there's like a um, report that by the time a child is like 10 years old they've watched like you know like 50,000 hours of commercials or something like something ridiculous like that like, like I don't remember the exact number but I mean uh, something along those lines it, it's it's these advertising agencies who they're very very smart people don't get it wrong and they are playing with our heads they're playing with our heads they're trying to show us that if we will eat this food or we'll drive this car or we'll drink this beer or we'll do we'll we'll have like 
popularity, we'll be great people, we'll be like everything that we want. That's what the advertising... So Hasidus is coming along to put a pin to that balloon and say, that's just total nonsense, right? You don't need, right, the, spend the extra $30,000 on the car, spend the extra $30,000 on tzedakah. That's where you should put the $30,000 and buy a $20,000 car, buy a $15,000 car, whatever it is. It still gets you from point A to point B, right? That's, that's a chassid. Right? So the same thing with the food. You don't have to be cocking in food. You don't have to be like going out to, like when we were young, I mean, like it was like the thing not to go to restaurants. Now all of a sudden it's like there's all these fancy restaurants in Crown Heights. Right? That would never have been, you know, 20 years ago or 25 years ago or 30 years ago or whatever it is. What? Oh, okay. I don't, I don't even know the names of them, but, but I mean, and, and, and people, and the truth is that when you get married, it's an Indian to go with your wife or whatever. People go to a restaurant or whatever, but it's not an Indian. It's not an Indian. You don't have to go to restaurants. You don't have to do these things. You don't have to be cocking in these areas, right? That's, that's very much how the Goetia world has influenced us very much, which you don't see. You didn't see 30 years ago. For sure, you didn't see that 30 years ago. It didn't exist, right, in the, in the Hasidic world. <laughs> It is what it is. But if you look at what we're saying here, it's like these things, these gashmi sticker things should not have control over us. They should not be driving us. And it's all in our heads. That's, that's really where it's at. Our nature, is, our nature is, yes, we should want fancier and fancier and fancier and more delicious, more delicious, more delicious. That's our nature. But we have to recognize that it's really all our das, which comes down into our midos, which is the ruts and the panemius of the midos, which we can decide whether to pull the plug on that energy or not. Or vice, and vice versa, the other way around also, but he's going to say in a minute, and we have to stop. I know I want you guys to learn it. But I'll give you the example the opposite way. Who in their right mind would go into water that's like 40 degrees? No one. It doesn't make any sense. Or 30 degrees or whatever. But if we're in Tzfas, everyone goes to the Arizal's mikvah. Why would you go into the Arizal's mikvah? That makes no sense. That's so uncomfortable. But nevertheless, a chassid wants to go into the Arizal's mikveh because that's, uh, you know, a great thing to do. Right? So, so everyone does it. But it's so uncomfortable. But yet, right, you're doing something that your gashmiistic body for sure doesn't want. Right? And it's suffering. But nevertheless, you force yourself to do it. Why? Same thing. Because your pneumius arotzen is going into the into the midos in order to drive it in a certain direction. So that's what it means, mayach shalat al halev, that the mayach is shalat al halev means also the mayach is really educating the midos. And it's up to you to decide how you're going to educate the midos. The nefesh bahamis, on the other hand, is trying to say, my midos are in charge. So whatever whatever comes up into my mind in my nefesh bahamis, that's what we do. It's very impulsive. Nefesh Bahamis. Do this, do that, eat this, eat that, go here, go there, whatever. That's the Nefesh Bahamis. Right? So it's the two real opposites. And that's really where the war is inside of a person. And that's what's happening constantly throughout this day. All right, we have to stop. But we'll continue this discussion in Mirza tomorrow. What? What?